3: I played the comic strip in Fort Lauderdale and I was uh, maybe 17, and Rodney Dangerfield comes in. So I was like, Mr. Dangerfield, after the show, will you watch my set? And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, kid. Now, this is 1980, so it's like this kid on stage doing edgy racial stuff. And so afterwards, Dangerfield sees me and he's like, hey, kid, I don't know where you're going to go with that, you know, with the language and the race stuff. I was crestfallen, cut to two, three years later. And I was at Vegas in, a, in the bathroom. Rodney Dangerfield comes to a urinal right next to me. And I look over and he looks at me and says,
4: Hey, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hello. I can't hear myself. Have I been struck deaf? Yes. That's Eddie Murphy talking about Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Funny. You know, it's, uh, well, do I have time for this tangent? Probably not. Um, I will tell you this, though. I will give you an extremely short version of the story heard one of my favorite musicians interviewed. I was watching the video last night. Um, and they were talking about how they would have been utterly doomed had they listened to the so-called authorities telling them what to do. The only reason they achieved what they achieved is they stubbornly stuck to their own vision. Now, sometimes people who do that, they're wrong. They got a bad Man, vision. That's the
0: problem with that.
4: Yeah, except you have no choice if if you succeed sticking to your own vision you you are the winner winner chicken dinner if you fail, you failed on your own terms and you can live with it. But if you fail on somebody else's terms, you will never, ever know if you would have succeeded. That is a fate worse than, than any sort of failure. That, the very idea makes
0: me angry. Yeah, but how long do you keep trust trying? Trust
4: yourself. Don't listen to Mr. Nay over there. Mr. Naysayer. Huh? How long do you keep trying though? Depends on you. Yeah. Yeah, but you got it. you gotta you're trust You're 38 your own years vision.
0: old. You still live with your parents. You're still going to open mic nights. Nobody laughs. Somebody told you years ago you couldn't make it. You're well, not, you're going to ignore them.
4: Well, that's a success-fail thing, not a how-you're-going-about-it thing. Hmm. I mean, if you have a realistic... And, and, and again, you're essentially, you're asking me, well, what about a person who has no idea how good they are? <laughs> right. I, I don't have a paradigm that fits that.
0: <laughs> Forgive me. It's, it's all the people that show up on American Idol. Look, you're not going to be a singer. Right. I don't
4: have a how-to-succeed-for-them, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> No, nah, but if you're any damn good, man, trust your own judgment. That's hey, what I, we've done,
0: and it's doomed us to mediocrity. Yes? Just saw a thing, Hanson, up there. You'll have to listen to it to see if it's good. The eight hours of uh, impeachment boiled down to 30 seconds. Oh, my Sounds, God. I don't know if it was well edited. I say if it's just good play it. F-bombs, whatever. Eight hours of impeachment hearings in 30 seconds, I can't imagine.
4: Yeah, throw that down on the old hard drive, and we'll play it in a couple of minutes. I have a few seconds of impeachment I would like to play for ye. Uh, The uh, I was listening to CNN and MSNBC, among others, in the last 24 hours for their appraisal of how things went yesterday. And they were, I mean, they were like, when the Beatles played Ed Sullivan... Speaking of musicians, enthusiastic about the job Adam Schiff did. I mean, it was worshipful. Um, and and as somebody with different inclinations than uh, CNN and MSNBC, I was listening to him thinking, what game were you watching? Well,
0: just every time I <laughs> as, tuned in it, it,
4: the saying goes,
0: every time I tuned in, it was exactly the same thing as it was the previous Five times I've heard him say it. Right. I just I can't imagine anybody was listening
4: to this stuff. Right, right. But there were a couple of clips in particular that I think are just astounding. And and go to Adam Schiff and who he is. He is not only a liar, he's just a congenital liar. Um, like many politicians are, but he's a particularly egregious one. And he also says things that are just completely outrageous. Uh, For instance, Sean, you know what? Honestly, either order is fine. Those two clips I had you get together, fire away.
2: Moreover, as one witness put it during our impeachment inquiry, the United States aids Ukraine and her people so that we can fight Russia over there and we don't have to fight Russia here.
4: Okay. So the aid to Ukraine was so important because if it were not happening, we would be in a war with Russia here on the homeland. We would be fighting a war against Russia. That is laughable.
0: I've stated my position over and over. I think Trump was only trying to dig up dirt to damage an opponent. I think that was his main goal. I don't think he should do that, and I don't think he should be booted for it. But this angle drives me crazy that the Democrats are using just... Flippin' ridiculous. I mean, that's just an out-and-out lie. And I tuned in several times yesterday where they're making the argument in Ukraine, desperate for help. Desperate for help! Barack Obama denied them help. They were begging for any help at all. When Russia overran their borders and we didn't give it to them. And none of you Democrats said a word. You didn't freaking care at all. Obama, now, Biden all of a sudden
4: gave them the finger.
0: Now all of a sudden, uh, Ukraine is like Israel in terms of being an ally. And how dare we hold up even for an hour any effort to defend us? Defend themselves against the evil, evil Russians. You didn't think that at all when Obama was president. And Rachel Maddow,
4: Lawrence O'Donnell, Morning Joe, and and Zika Brzezinski. Why would he deny Ukraine that aid? Because he didn't want to anger Putin. Does right. that sound right. like a familiar narrative? Maybe you've even used yourself. Okay, that's, and that's a That's little... well-documented.
0: You can Google it. Look it and, up.
4: Right, and right. And, and maybe that was the right policy.
0: If you want to argue about that, that's sure. fine. Let's argue but about it. But it's well-documented. There oh, yeah. are plenty of advisors to Barack Obama say, yeah, we thought it'd be too provocative to Russia, to Putin, to arm the Ukrainians. So we didn't. That right. was the Obama policy, right. which, like Joe just said, might be the right policy. But Trump, they went the other direction under the Trump administration, and now all of a sudden the Democrats are just staunch backers of Ukraine against Russia. And a momentary delay in
4: that aid was unforgivable! That,
0: that part's just a lie. God, come for the hyperbole,
4: stay for the hypocrisy. Um, Having said that, the uh, other thing, we're not in a war with Russia on the homeland and unlikely to be in case you're just tuning in and are uh, panic-stricken. The second thing he said that is getting a lot of attention and is one of the shiffier things Adam has ever uttered. Sean, if you'd be so kind. The
2: president's misconduct cannot be decided at the ballot box, for we cannot be assured that the vote will be fairly won.
4: Okay, first of all the 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 immediate response to that is he is claiming the president's powers of uh, marshalling foreign influence are so mighty. By the way, uh, in spite of the fact that every independent analysis of this showed that anything Russia did moved practically no votes, okay? It was still nasty and we got to prevent it, but it had no effect. Um the idea is the president is such an international uh, Dr. Evil that he cannot be allowed to run for reelection and you poor stupid Americans can't be trusted to vote for him or the other person because he is such a mastermind that is utterly ridiculous and purely Designed for the 2020 election, um, to whip up partisan fervor to get you to the polls, which is fine. That's the business he's in. Uh, but he is a liar. And I just, and, and a lot of people, particularly, um, moderates and Trump supporters are reacting to that with a fair amount of outrage. Oh, wait a minute. We can't be trusted to look at all this stuff and vote one way or the other in November. He's so dangerous. He's got to go now. Really? Adam? So, you know, it's that sort of hyperbole. That you're going to hear a fair amount of for the next couple of weeks. And I don't know, you know, and, and listen, here's proof. And the, any of those of you who have any emotional intelligence, whatever, you're going to understand what I'm, I'm talking about. If you ever are in a position, maybe you're a salesperson, maybe you're an executive, maybe you're a nurse, a teacher, you're in the business of helping people understand something or convincing them of something. Adam Schiff going so wildly over the top. That's not going to convince anybody or help them learn. That is purely trying to
0: fire up the base. That's what this whole thing is about. So, Hans, you've listened to this, Hansen, You think it's good? So this is eight hours of impeachment testimony boiled down to 30 seconds. This will be a good wrap on our little impeachment segment. I love it. Before we move on to something else.
2: Russian activity and disinformation. Russian military agency. Russia alone. Russian forces. President Putin's Russian expansionism. The Russians. The Russians, Russia, Russian, Russia, Russia's Russian, Russia's Russia, 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 not Russia, 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 the Kremlin, Russia, the Kremlin, the Russian, Russia. When the president said, hey, Russia, if you're listening, they were listening. Russia. You know what? There you go. That, that was does, quite something. That
4: brings up a point <laughs> I was going to make. They are, through not quite logical but dramatic means, trying to reintroduce the Russian collusion narrative there. it's sprinkled, as you could hear, throughout it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, see, I didn't again, pick up on that. It, it's about getting people out to the polls. Um, because a certain percentage of Americans uh, either didn't hear the uh, result of the Mueller report or didn't believe it. And so they know that's a button they can push for a chunk of their voters. So, yeah, the uh, the Russia collusion narrative was woven uh, in and out of, of yesterday's uh, hours and hours long case.
0: Well, it it was, is a political battle, not a legal battle. So right. There you go. Right. Um, FICO is going to change how it calculates credit scores, and that could lower credit scores for a whole bunch of people. We probably ought to mention that. That's news you can use. Uh, China is going to rule the planet if this happens. What is this?
4: Oh, wait a minute. I can't tune out now. No. i no,
0: see your get stuck why uh, China will take over. Yeah, no, you're stuck in your car now. Damn you. you? Oh, that was Damn tricky. Damn
3: you.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: To spread that sense of hope to those that you know, yes. come on. <laughs> okay, that is super embarrassing because I've never noticed, but Pete Buttigieg has a pretty weird laugh. <laughs> <Just> listen again. <laughs> it sounds like Krusty the Clown. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like if Krusty was running for president, built for me. <laughs> It is rather clownish. Wow, that's just mocking the way a guy laughs. Boot, yeah.
1: edge, edge.
0: Boot edge, edge. Edge, edge, they say. <laughs> that's an interesting uh, segment for the Daily Show, just making fun of poor Mayor Pete's laugh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, poll out today, first time practically ever, Biden's not in first place nationally. Bernie has slid past him. So, Bernie, the ancient communist? This idea is a bunch of malarkey. Oh. Yeah. So that, maybe we'll talk about that later, but that's why it's funny. I just in my mind, I, I hadn't like intellectually written him off. I hadn't come up with an argument why he couldn't be the nominee. I just kind of assumed he wouldn't be for some reason. And, uh, now it might be. I don't know. We'll see. Well, any,
4: any analysis based on the past is fairly useless these days. Cause I was going to say, look, the guy has never in his life pulled more than he's pulling right now. And there's no growth opportunity. Nobody wants an ancient socialist other than the 22% of yahoos who want him now. And y'all ought to check yourselves. On the other hand, you know, that, that was said roughly of Trump every second of the primary. Sure. And the general. Yep. And I don't know if you heard how it
0: came out. And at least Bernie doesn't have a weird laugh, which could hold you back. I've uh, never heard
4: of it. Does he have the capacity to laugh, Bernie Sanders? What's so funny? (laughs) What's so funny? There's nothing funny about income inequality. But the the man stepped on a banana peel and slipped. He could be injured. Without health care. He's got no health care. Because of millionaires and billionaires. All right, never mind.
0: (laughs) Never mind.
4: Why Uh, does your hair turn gray? Age? Why can it... (laughs) All right. Nailed Why it. does age turn your hair gray? Why does stress turn your hair gray or white, that including sudden terror? It's a real thing, and science has figured it out. Terror
0: actually turns your hair gray? I didn't know it that. Can. It absolutely can. I knew can. stress ages you, because and age stresses you. <laughs> mm. That's a conundrum. I'd rather have a free
4: bottle in front of me <laughs> than a prefrontal lobotomy.
0: Yeah, somebody, somebody, what was I talking about earlier? Oh, my kid's temperature and somebody hit me with the difference between a regular thermometer and a rectal thermometer. (laughs) Oh, boy. Thanks for that text. No, no. I won't even do it. Grow up. I have. Um, Damn, not you. FICO scores. We all know what those are, right? Every time you apply for a car loan or a home loan or whatever, it matters what your FICO score is. It's your credit rating. The way they uh, factor that, the way they come up with that number, they're changing it. And it depends on who you are and whether this is good news or bad news. If you're above 680 your score's probably going to go up with the way they factor it now. If you're below 680 or if you're below 600, you're probably going to go down. The Mendoza line. They're coming up with a new way of doing it. People are getting dinged more or credited more for um, making payments on time. So if you fall behind on a payment, it's even more damaging to you now than it used to be. And if you make your payments on time, it's even more of a help. So there's going to be a a wider gap between the high scores and the low scores, with mm. fewer in between. That's what this country needs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I, I have know. three
4: library books overdue since 1974. How is this going to affect me? Do you actually? Because I actually do. I owe $180,000 in fines.
0: <laughs> I have a couple of library books, and I know where they are. I know the box that they're in our shop, and uh, I know where they are. And I'm not going to name the library, because I don't want them to come after me. No. Probably, probably 1988. Wow. I think it's three books. Do your children know they're being raised by a thief? Just asking. And I have, and got I got to get this done because you never know if you're going to get hit by a bus or a meteor. Right. I have always intended to donate a big chunk of money. First of all, send the books back and donate a big chunk of money because I'm sure they that's had to re- nice. Because I'm sure they had to replace the books. It's one of those things I got guilt about. Yeah, I, I love libraries and I love books. Maybe that's it. But sure, I know they had to replace those books. Well, you have guilt because you stole from them. <laughs> That's probably where it comes from. Yes. That's what I'm yes. thinking. You, your guilt wow. comes from having done something terrible. Um, You're going to get to the pearly gates. St. Peter's going to be standing there
4: just drumming his fingers, just throwing them. Got something you want to tell me about those books? No. You're going to look at his hand. It's going to be those three, three books. You ever read these books, Jack? They're pretty interesting. How does this one end? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just going to mess with you for a while. Do you like those books? you enjoy reading them? I bet somebody else would enjoy
0: reading them too, wouldn't they? Hmm. And he has the ability to like put a put a like a, a, a hologram movie in front of you, right? Oh yeah. Here's the eight- Oh clearly. St. Peter does flashbacks. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Here's here, here, watch this little movie with me. This is the eight-year-old that went in to check out that book to do his school report. And I see him going in and saying, Oh, the book's not there. Oh, okay. Never never got returned, so he couldn't do his report. Oh, that's him crying right there, the little eight-year-old who couldn't check out the book that okay. you stole from library there's wait who's that
4: man it's his principal explaining why he wouldn't graduate from high school oh there's that young man doing drugs there he is in prison don't worry he wasn't there long he was killed in prison (laughs) because (laughs) those three books were not available all because you didn't return this book the down escalator is on the left mr. Armstrong I suggest you use it
0: Of course, I'll send the books to the library, and they'll say, what are you doing that for? Now we're just a building for homeless people to watch porn. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody checks out books anymore. I also read three Shakespeare's. You You get books
3: online.
2: Were the president, I wouldn't cooperate with these guys at all. I'm the same guy that said you can't fire Mueller. I encouraged him to work with Mueller. Mueller is a man of the law. Schiff, Nadler, and Pelosi impeach this president in 48 days. I wouldn't give them the time of day. You know, that's pretty powerful from a guy who
4: said, no, you have to cooperate with Mueller. Give him everything he asks for.
0: He does get some, uh, that's Lindsey Graham, of course, Senator of South Carolina, um, uh, who uh, was not a Trump fan. I don't think he probably is a Trump fan, but he is a Republican, and he's fighting for his team. But he, he's dealing with reality. The guy's the POTUS. And he did say during the Mueller report, when there were rumors, and I don't think they were ever true, that Trump might fire Mueller, Lindsey Graham said, that'd be the beginning of the end of your presidency, Mr. President. You can't do that. Mm Mm-hmm. So that gives him some credibility on this issue. And and, and likewise, cooperate with him. Yeah, I, I would say so.
4: Yeah, but, you know, eye of the beholder. We'll, uh, again, and uh, this is crazy, but I suggest we hold a national vote in August. No, that'd be too soon. Let's make it November. <laughs> Let's all meet in November um, and have a national vote on whether we think the guy ought to be president.
0: I got some interesting impeachment stuff uh, about the Andrew Johnson impeachment. Maybe I'll get to that next hour, because I'm reading the book, The Impeachers, and it's pretty interesting uh, uh some of the thoughts and parallels of attitudes about impeachment that came out of that trial versus where we are today. But first this, I'm somewhat obsessed with artificial intelligence. I read another book about it during our, uh, two, two week off Christmas break. It's just, it's absolutely mind boggling to me. The direction the planet almost certainly is going to go. It's just, well, it's going to be, the, the, the book is humans 3.0 um, I think is what it's called. I mean, we're going to go into a new era of mankind, of, of what is possible. It just And how that's going to play out, nobody knows, but it is going to happen, mm. almost certainly. There are very few people at this point who don't think it's going to happen where computers get artificial general intelligence, have the ability to learn on their own, and can do anything a human being can do, almost instantly, right. and then take beyond that. Including murdering human beings. <laughs> I, um, don't know, I don't know why they would do that, but there, there are some
4: scenarios in which that would happen. By the way, quick aside. So somebody sent me a link to this uh, YouTube video yesterday. It was, and I guess this is a series, an expert explains something at five different levels of sophistication to a young child, to like a high schooler, to a college student studying it, Hmm. To uh, a professional and then to an acknowledged expert. Interesting. And, and this one was about harmony in music. And I found it absolutely fascinating, blew me away. And like so many things do, just utterly humbled me as a musician. But
0: I would like to hear uh, that.
4: Oh, it's, it's wonderful. Absolutely great. And then I saw the link. Same thing explained on five different levels of sophistication, quantum computing. And I thought, perfect.
0: Finally, I need it it for the five-year-old.
4: I will have at least a decent idea of what it is, how it works, and why everybody's so excited about it. So I watched it. Watch the first, uh, three of them, the child, like the high schooler and the college student. I got nothing out of it. No, really? I, I have no idea. That's interesting. But, and maybe it was this gal who seemed perfectly lovely and quite smart. She, she would give, exa- she would give metaphors, but never bring it back to the computer. I, I uh, emerged as mystified as when I walked in. M- maybe I'm as dumb as a dog. I don't know. That's also a possibility, but totally mystifying.
0: For instance, artificial intelligence should be able to at some point when it reaches, um, when it reaches this level, and it will, as computer power doubles every year and a half or so, and it continues to double and double, 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 it just gets exponentially more powerful and everything like that, computer could, in a blink of an eye, take in all literature that's ever existed in every language, figure out, uh, also take in all the reviews and papers written about that literature. Wow. Figure out why it was good and appealing to us, and then take all that information and craft literature that should just be mind-blowing the perfect novel the perfect novel or a a, a stream novels or whatever and you could probably type in
4: look a 500 page novel i can handle some sort of james Michener beast of a thousand pager no and it could uh, very good sir and it would craft you craft you a 500 page version of that same novel Or if you're, like, going for a two-week vacation in Antarctica or something, it'd give you the big, long version. Imagine.
0: Is that where you you and Judy are going on your dream vacation? Antarctica?
4: Yeah, we are. In the winter. (laughs) (laughs) You go in the summer, you're a pussy, in my opinion, but... Um. You just so, hunker down in your Quonset hut and, and pray for life. <laughs>
0: for two weeks. Right. And then you come home. Just pray you survive. <laughs> uh, the Brookings Institute, and every time I say that, I hear Richard Nixon's voice, because there are tapes of him The Brookings Institute. He hated those people so much. Um, the They're Bro- liberals. The Brookings Institute put out a paper yesterday, and they said, China will rule the planet if they win the AI war against the United States. Wow and that how we need to catch up to them, and their main point being that currently China has the edge in developing artificial intelligence. We're in second place, Western Europe is in third, but we're behind China because of the gazillions of dollars they're pouring into it. And that's the sort of thing you can do in a dictatorship. An utter lack of ethics. No ethics and unlimited money, because they can spend all the money they want. Who's going to stop them? The
4: taxpayers will
0: vote them out, Jack. Yeah, one guy can make that decision if he wants. And, well, that's a nightmare scenario. And uh, China will rule the planet if they win the AI war. And so they're just highly encouraging the United States to spend more money on it and to uh, to take it more seriously um, and that sort of thing. But
4: uh, I would love to read a a solid uh, treatise on the military possibilities of AI. I'm oh, sure your just, book is yeah. getting into that sooner just, or later. Yeah.
0: Just, just mind-blowing. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, just cyber attacks and infrastructure attacks. And, I mean, even nonviolent stuff. Just bringing another society to its knees if you want to. Donald Trump don't trust China. My no, life, he, and he shouldn't.
0: My life experience tells me that you should focus on the dark negative view of technology and not on the rosy positive. <laughs> because uh, a couple weeks ago I read the predictions for the Internet. How they thought the Internet would change the world. Yes. Partisanship would go away. Facts would rule the day. Right. Uh, Sophisticated, intelligent arguments. You know, that sort of stuff. Nobody would be mad at each other anymore. None of that has happened. In fact, it's way worse than it's ever been. And uh, artificial intelligence, sure, artificial intelligence should be able to cure cancer and any other disease in the blink of an eye. Uh, and all these fantastic things, and write the world's greatest novel, just a wonderful thing, and uh, and eliminate menial labor, and hopefully create an economy where we don't even need to work, because of the, the food and everything is provided. that's the worst work. conceivable thing that could happen to the species, but go on. But all, uh, yeah. But so then you got that side of it, and the military stuff, and, uh, computers chewing your heads off for a variety of reasons. I sure. don't know how, why that would happen.
4: Pres- I'm assuming it would be a death ray, but let's not get hung up.
0: But it reminded me, <clears throat> I brought this up yesterday, Ian Bremmer it, it, at Davos with all the most important people in the world, and they agree that the most dangerous technological thing out there is currently deep fakes. It's the most troubling advance in technology for the health of the world. Yeah. Uh, deep fakes. And you
4: talk about a technology that's, quote-unquote, improving in a hurry.
0: Oh, yeah. And where it will be in five years? Well, I'll tell you where it will be in five years. It will be impossible to tell the difference between looking at a president's speech and a, and a completely phony version of the president giving a right. speech. yeah. There will be no hiccups in it whatsoever. Yeah. Even
4: if it's accidental, um, MSNBC, the New York Times, whomever, will run a, uh, a videotape of uh, Donald Trump in his second term. Vowing to invade Connecticut and, uh, and murder anyone whose skin is darker than, uh, than I don't know. You know, they'll just, they will cook up the most outrageous and horrifying things and, and a certain percentage of the population will believe them to be authentic because they will trust their eyes and ears. Or it's a terrible. sex tape
0: of somebody's opponent in an orgy or whatever that co- right. looks completely well, real. Let's start with that one. <laughs> um, and, and as we've made the point before,
4: the opposite is just as true maybe uh, I'm running for uh, the Senate and at a private fundraiser, I say, hey, listen, when I get in office, uh, I will just absolutely loot the Treasury and uh, and give enormous stacks of gold to each of you because it's uh, it's all about us. And then when that video comes out, some intrepid reporter was there. I'll say, that's a deep fake. I would never say that. (laughs) Where do you go from
0: there? I think I hope I live long enough to see how this all plays out. Andrew Yang, you know, he's it, this is his whole thing. Look, AI and computers and machines are going to take away gazillions of jobs, and we need to think about it now how we're going to structure society. Yeah, and and give people both meaning and a way to to, to earn a living. Right. That's a that's what's fascinating stuff. I think he's right. He needs to be the secretary of the future. He probably will be. Yeah. If a Democrat wins, he'll be he'll be something. I assume. Yeah. Well, hmm. well I just I
4: find myself with the AI thing and it is fascinating and and, and it could ha- offer awe-inspiring positive developments clearly. On the other hand, you know as a guy who loves nature, I'm picturing you know pick pick your animal, the deer, the humble squirrel. If you were to tell a squirrel, look, you don't need to build a nest anymore. So don't don't bother with that. Okay, I'm just going to go off and gather nuts. You don't have to gather nuts anymore. Um, I'm gonna well, I'll store the nuts I have. You don't have to store nuts anymore. Well, then I'm just gonna make sweet uh, uh, squirrel love to my uh, my squirrel girlfriend. You don't need to do that anymore. What are the things I need to do today? And you tell nothing. I'll Absolutely it out. nothing. You, <laughs> you, you, There's a lot
0: of choices on Netflix.
4: Right. There's nothing at all that you need to do. Sounds awesome. Now I just get to do what I want to do. <laughs> we will see suicide rates in the seventieth
0: percentile in that world i people get all worked up about climate change and i mean i i know people who can hardly talk about it without tearing up they're so concerned about the climate change i sell your parka buy a tank top i'm not going to get teared up but i feel that way about ai i think this is screaming toward humanity and just gonna change the world i mean no previous arguments about anything that have existed in mankind are going to matter wow when ai hits i think that's the big change um and that's going to happen before climate change drowns us or cooks us or whatever it's supposed to do to us. <laughs> I guess
2: well, it
3: boils us if well those
4: things happen to the combo package. Yeah. How dare you? Eh, what are you going to do, baby? Little surf and turf. I was all uh, I was all emotional when I was your age too. I don't hate you for it. I just wish you'd pipe down. Oh,
2: you have stolen my dreams with your empty words.
4: Yeah, well, you're not the first nor the last. <laughs> Oh, hey, science. Uh, speaking of science, they've discovered why stress turns
0: your hair white. Want to hear that next? Can All I hear right? that next? Sure, if you want. Fantastic. the armstrong and getty show i think i have some interesting stuff on impeachment uh in general the overall idea of impeachment in our nation that i've taken from the book the impeachers which came out last year about the impeachment of andrew johnson we've only done it three times Mm -hmm. and um there there, there's some similar similar views and i think we're gonna get a similar result but uh, that's next hour yeah okay
4: yeah i'll uh i will keep my powder dry as they say So scientists say they've discovered uh, why stress makes hair turn white uh, and a potential way of stopping it without reaching for the hair dye. They're doing experiments on mice, and they found that um, uh, the the stem cells that control skin and hair color became damaged after intense stress. Now, I'm not going to tell you how they gave the mice intense
0: stress oh, it's got to be awful hey, right? hey let's not dwell you, well they you brought in a new manager you can't go to <laughs> him. right you say there's a giant cat right over there <laughs> what what where what i'm no. walking out of the room yeah. it's just you and the giant cat yeah your new
4: boss is the guy that you ran out of this place a year ago yeah it's, you can't Mice don't care.
0: They put a yellow flyer on their windshield so it looks like a parking ticket, but it's really just like a, a menu from a restaurant that exactly. does delivery, so exactly. they get stressed out when they're walking to the car. Bold business strategy, there's by a, the way. There's a worldwide cheese shortage. What? <laughs> there ca- is? You call them up, you say you're from the IRS, and then tell them they're going to be audited.
4: Right, exactly. <laughs> Your ca- account is under review. Call back immediately. So in a chance finding, the Darkford mice turn completely white within weeks. Oh, Wow. And U.S. and Brazilian researchers said, um, wow, wait a minute, this is kind of crazy, let's check this out. And it it has to do with your uh, melanocyte stem cells, which produce melanin, responsible for hair and skin color. And they found out that there are certain uh, blood pressure control medications that seem to be pretty effective for uh, reducing this effect. But I found myself wondering... For people now, that are,
0: don't want their hair to turn white?
4: Well, yeah. I mean, or or if you have a terrible experience or, or terrible stress um, and, and you don't want particularly to be prematurely white-haired, they think that this might help you but is it preventative or does it reverse it, uh, it, it well it's preventative in that this has to do with hormones being released in your body over gotcha, time gotcha um but you know it's funny i read as a kid the whole uh, they saw a ghost and their hair turned white things and i thought that's crazy how could that possibly i
0: always assumed that wasn't
4: true no it happens um it's huh. it's generally not overnight but so you, you know you believe in ghosts all right but so I get really scared and my hair turns white. It could, yeah, absolutely. So I found myself wondering, the the general age-related graying of hair, is that just because the world wears you down? Just the accumulated stress of dealing with life? Or is it just that those particular cells kind of, uh, you know, get I, weaker as they go?
0: I assumed that this study was not, so people who have different colored hair, because I don't care about that, but... Yeah. Was uh, I know there's a big movement to, to try to slow down or stop aging, which a lot of scientists believe they can do. There's right. no there's no logical reason they believe that cells have to age. They could just stay the same age. The, you know our cells are constantly dying and be replaced. They can be replaced by cells that are the same age. Right. That's you just a,
4: stay at the same age. Doesn't sound at all like the beginning of a zombie movie. <laughs> uh, so I guess my question, which I uh, I, I babbled a rather incoherent uh, incoherent version of, was. Is it age that causes your hair to gray, or is it the stress that you have in your life through your life that
0: ages you? Exactly. Oh yeah. Well said. Yeah. I think yeah. you just get older, and your hair. When you get older, your hair turns gray. Well, I know stress ages people sure, much more quickly. Absolutely. Witness every president. And that's that's the number Except one reason. Trump. <laughs> that's yeah. Trump. although it's hard to tell because he dies as air. That's the number one reason that people can vary by as much as 15 years in how they look yes well plus there's a genetic
4: component too you oh, subject two people to the same oh, yeah. stress one oh, yeah. will get much greater than of the course.
0: other but yeah but, uh, but there's no mm-hmm. doubt different people have different amounts of stress or handle stress in different ways right and um, yeah and it just ages you like crazy the same boiling water that hardens an egg softens a potato. You, wow. you are the king of those kind of sayings. Wow. I don't know why that's your wheelhouse, wow. but you're just Mr. That Kind of Saying.
4: And yet, wait a minute, wait a minute, Sean, this one's for you. And yet, they coexist peacefully in a breakfast burrito. Oh, that's really what we need to
0: focus on is the that's breakfast right. burrito. Do you just keep an eye out for those bumper stickers or t-shirts or whatever? <laughs> is that funny? <laughs> you have so many of those. Anyway,
4: it hardens an egg and up a potato. It bothers me
0: greatly. Makes you stop
4: and think about lunch.
0: <laughs> it bothers me greatly that stress in my life is somewhat stressful right now. What's the most stressful it's ever been in my life? But uh, that it's aging me. I hate that. I wish I wish. I, I want to fight that off.
4: <sighs> uh, I got no advice for you. <laughs> the stuff you're dealing with is stressful.
0: <laughs> there you go. Get used to being old. My existential
4: angst can be dealt with in a variety of means um your your problems are problems
0: so Um, you're screwed yeah well that's interesting though yeah yeah how quickly if you get scared does your hair turn white like if Uh, you're in almost in a car i've never known anybody this and i've known lots of people with scary instances but you like you're almost in a car wreck you think you're gonna die your your hair's white that night well
4: it could be those stories of old are a one in ten thousand genetic anomaly Somebody who is that sensitive to stress that they're whatever those fancy scientific words I was throwing around before, it could immediately flip a switch, whereas, you know, the rest of us, it would take, you know, years for it to really show up, but the die has been cast by that stress. Those cells start to decline, and the amount of that uh, uh, hormone they put out mm. increases or decreases, and yeah, so it's... Uh, well, anyway, genetics is a confusing business, Jack, but it's worth knowing.
0: Why don't you color <laughs> so, your hair? If I had hair, I'd color it. Me? Yeah. Who says I'm not?
4: My natural color is, is, is red. I'm a ginger. <laughs> but I'm ashamed of it because that's the devil's shade. The devil wears red red hair. There's not a lot of math to it. You don't ginger, have to read the whole Bible. you already got the whole left-handed thing
0: working Well, against right you, yeah, yeah.
4: Left-handed, which is, in Latin, sinister.
0: A left-handed ginger, B.R. You got, wouldn't want to turn your back on him. I got the devil's
4: red hair. You don't need to read the whole Bible to figure it out. Trust me.
0: I'm a ginger, and I'm ashamed of it. Right. Okay, well, that explains it, then.
4: <laughs> we have Jet Black hair on Monday. Look out.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast.